Yo, 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 it's your boy Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk, back for yet another awesome show. There are some shows that everyone has seen and some shows that people haven't. I'm just trying to do my best to bridge the gap, a little column A and a little column B. If this is your first time listening, just so you know, this is my list, nobody else's, just kind of some things that I've watched, um, and it's based off of that. So, now that the foundations have been set, let's get to it. Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy, Matt St. Jack, back at it again with the white vans, except no white vans as always. I'm telling you, one of these days, like, I'm going to buy some white vans. Like, I keep saying that, but it's going to happen, and you're just going to be surprised when I say it. Um, but, uh, but anyway, I'm just back at it again with another awesome episode of Anime Talk today. Uh, this has been pretty a really busy day, but I'm glad that I was able to get ahead of it, man, and actually record this episode on time to get it out for you guys in order for it to drop tonight at midnight. So it's Sunday, a beautiful sunny uh, day here in uh, Tennessee. So I thought, why not? Let's go ahead and just jump right into it. Like get a, get an episode out early, and I hope that you guys enjoy it. Um, but back at it, like I said, uh, again with another awesome episode of Anime Talk. Uh, no guests today, but today I'll be talking through an episode that I'm calling Big Bank Tank Little Bank. Um, so it's the top five bounties in One Piece. Um, now it's not going to be the generic top five. I searched around a couple times to see how people kind of rank them. Um, and I get it, you know. I'm okay with the rankings that I saw out there, but I kind of switched it up a little bit, as always, in typical, you know, anime talk fashion. But uh, before I get into it, as always, I want to thank you, each and every one of you, for listening and sharing the show. Without you guys, this wouldn't be nearly as fun and or rewarding. Um, If you're not already following me on social media, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AnimeTalk12. That's Twitter and Instagram at AnimeTalk, the numbers 1 and 2, so 12. Um, There you'll find any updates and news in regards to giveaways and upcoming episodes so the only big update that i have for you guys coming up i know that i still owe some people a reach out for the uh, for the giveaway um thank you guys for being so patient with me you will not believe how busy um i have been here lately i still owe everyone those stickers and i'm going to make sure that i get those out so no big updates as far as any giveaways the update would be this is episode 19 in this season so if you guys are familiar with the first season or going forward with the show um normally i try to do about 20 episodes for a season so this is episode 19 so i say all that to say guys one more episode the season finale coming up next week when i drop it um it's going to be episode 20 the season finale so we'll go into season three and i'm going to take a break um it's probably going to be about a two-week break maybe a little bit less um at least a week but I have so much going on. I have so many ideas. There's just so so many moving parts around here. So I just want to give you guys a heads up. So if in, a, in a, like after next week, and I'll I'll preface it or I'll I'll kind of allude to it next week as well in the uh, in the season finale. But if you guys don't hear from me for about a week to two weeks, just know I'm on a season hiatus. The show is not done. It will continue on as soon as I get some more content. As soon as my life kind of calms down with some other stuff that I kind of got going on. For those of you who have listened, have listened to the show before you know that I coach so I'm currently in the middle of a flag football playoff championship run that I'm trying to do with my team um I'm also getting ready to prepare for social media posts for a league that is just now starting here in, in uh, Tennessee in my in my local community, um, and I'm doing social media for that while also preparing to coach ten or nine U uh, football tackle football uh, work shows. Obviously, I got to do a lot of research. This is my this is my uh, my play on research because I have to watch so many shows to kind of keep up and make sure that I'm giving you guys some update and valid information. So there's just so many moving pieces around. So if you guys don't see or hear from me in a week, two weeks, I'm still going to post. Um, just may not be as as frequent, but I'm still going to post on those social media handles. But if you see me missing for like a week or two, know that everything is fine. I am okay. I'll be back. Anime talk will continue on. I just need some time to kind of revamp um, and get some, some new... Um, some new material out for you guys so just stick with me and uh just bear with me as we kind of go through that okay that's my update um so um 
Anyway, so let me know if you guys follow or if you like or dislike an episode. I love interacting with you, the fans. As always, there may be spoilers ahead, so you have been warned. Again, shout out to Alejandro. I'm going to say that every single time, Alejandro. So thank you for reminding me about the whole disclaimers. Um, So as I previously stated, this is episode 19. I thought this was a really cool concept that came to me the other day when I was sitting there watching um, a show that I've kind of alluded to, but everyone knows that this is something that I've continued to watch and know it's not one piece or it's not a, um, there you go. I just kind of gave it away anyway, but anyways, no, it's not Cowboy Bebop or Yu Yu show. The show is actually one piece. One piece is probably one of my favorite shows and one of the most current shows that I'm on right now. I think as of right now, I'll have to look up and see what episode I'm currently at. I know I'm at the newest episode of, um, of one piece, but, um, yeah, this is a show that is so long. Like, it's so long, but so good. Like, it's crazy to think that this show started, I think, 1999, um, and it's still going. Episode 975, guys. 975 episodes. So, a brief backstory of how I got into the show. It was probably a couple of years ago. Everyone was talking about the show. I think at that point, I had watched up to, like, episode 40, Um and I was like, dude, you know, I'm going to take a hiatus. Like when I first started watching it many, many moons ago, I think it was still on Toonami or something like that, or like on TV when I started watching it. Um, and I was like, dude, this show is just so long. It's so difficult to catch up to. I'm just not really into it. It is what it is. You know, like I just can't, I can't do this. Um, and so I just stopped watching it. Like I literally just stopped watching the show and just gave up on it. Then, like, a couple years ago, I was sitting down, and um, I had a whole bunch of time, a whole bunch of free time, and I was like, dude, you know what? I'm going to get back into One Piece. I literally watched and binge-watched maybe four to four to six episodes a day for, like, three months to finally catch up with this. Um, it was a very gruesome time. And at the time, like, I was... I was probably like, like I said, I started at probably episode 40 and I, and they were probably like episode 400, maybe 500 at the time. So it was literally just binge watching to try to catch up. It took me so long to catch up, but um, it was so worth the watch. Like people will say that it's not, people will say that, you know, it's overrated. It's overhyped. It is what it is. Like, okay, cool. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like if you feel some type of way about the show, you feel some type of way about the show. But as for me and my house, we will watch one piece. Um, but, um, yeah, so I don't know. I really enjoy the show. Like I said, I think it's a, an amazing show. Um, since we're going to be talking about Big Bang Take Little Bank, the premise of this episode is going to be, I'm going to be talking about, again, some of the top five bounties in the show. And I'm going to kind of break down what a bounty is, how you can get one, if it's reversible, like all that good stuff. Um, so I just want to start off with the 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 general information right so the show is called one piece um it's an 8.54 according to my anime list which shout out again to my anime list if you're listening give your boy a sponsorship i've been waiting for it let's go uh let's do like a affiliation or some kind of sponsorship i'm down for it um but the show is just really really good man like i said it's currently at i think what i say 975 episodes and still going this is season 13 for the show so Again, you don't, I mean, you can catch up. Like, I mean, it's going to take you some time probably if you just started watching it, but you can definitely catch up. So, and I suggest that you catch up. Um, but so let's go ahead and kind of start into, I've talked about the synopsis on a couple of episodes before, but essentially this show follows one of the great pirates, Gold D. Roger. Everybody calls him Gold Roger. Kind of stuck. They just kind of put the D. Uh, next to his name but it's gold d roger um and it follows his journey at the very beginning of him actually finding this treasure called the one piece which is supposed to be like the greatest treasure in the world and he ends up being um executed and at his on like his in his last breath he basically tells everybody that the one piece does exist you should go find it he left everything that he has all his worldly treasures and possessions at one piece and that sets out like this whole general like ideology that all the pirates in the world or everyone who wants to be a pirate needs to go out to sea to find this and then it follows into the main character which is monkey d luffy um and it follows him building his crew and on his quest to become the pirate king to follow in gold d rogers footprints i think that was actually a really good job of summarizing it and i actually did that by myself so shout out to matt um so yeah so that's essentially the premise and the synopsis of the show so 
um, starting up, right, w- the first thing I want to do, since we're talking about bounties in the one in One Piece, I wanted to go ahead and address what a bounty is, right? So before I get to what a bounty necessarily is, I need you to understand one thing. So here in this show, the way that the term that they use for their currency is actually a berry. So when I looked it up, I found it a couple of different places, but when I looked it up, I found a post on Reddit that basically equated one berry to one cent or 100 berries into a dollar. So when you're thinking about the numbers that we're going to kind of get into a little bit later, I want you to keep that in mind, right? So one berry equals one cent or a hundred berries equals a dollar. Keep that in mind. The following that I'm about to kind of go through, um, and this is from the actual one piece fandom site which i love fandom sites i admire anyone who can get on here and actually post all this information i know it's not going to be 100 correct but i applaud the people who come in and actually build out these pages because people like me use this all the time so shout out to anyone to the editors and the people who have created this one piece fandom page and fandom in general again no sponsorship or affiliation but fandom hit me up man i'm down i talk about it all the time let's go all right so before I get into this, let's take a big old sip of water and then we're going to get into it. All right, let's go. So what is a bounty? So a bounty is a reward, usually monetary, promised for the accomplishment of a certain task. In many contexts, and particularly in the world of One Piece, it refers to the sums placed on the capture and or death of criminals such as pirates. The most important part of a poster is the person's picture or the person's portrait. It allows swift identification upon sighting the person and informs everyone in the world of their wanted status. One of the most mysterious things about wanted pictures or wanted posters rather is the Marines ability to obtain photos of almost every criminal with a bounty. I know that was a lot. So let me break this down. Essentially, we all know what a bounty is. That's cool. It's not. It's no different than what you would see like in a regular show where they talk about bounty hunting or if you were to see one in real life. I don't know. Dog the Bounty Hunter. I mean, he was a bounty hunter. So maybe I don't I don't remember seeing any wanted posters, but it's the same thing, right? It's a picture. It says wanted, dead or alive. Like we've all seen these, whether it be old movies, old Westerns. Shout out to the old Wired Earth films. Um Good, the bad, the ugly, tombstone, all those good things. You've probably seen these. Um, so it looks the exact same way when it comes to an actual portrait. The difference is, and like in this show, they these are used like primarily for pirates, right? So sometimes they use them for outlaws back in the day, or you know, mischievous characters and everything like that. But this one specifically is talked about with uh, the Marines, which I guess you could say they're kind of like the marshals of the world, so they're like the police force or like the world police, um, and they basically put these out here. And they have a picture, and then it says, like, wanted, dead or alive, or wanted, or captured, or alive, or anything like that. Any variation going across the top, it'll say the the actual uh, character's name, or the, the individual's name, and then it'll say an amount at the very bottom. So... Here, the this mysterious thing, and like I said, I wanted to call out, was the ability for the Marines to get photos of almost every criminal with the bounty. It's weird because, again, think about it. This is like the world police. They have to have a specific picture. And they're not like an, an advanced thing like us where, you know, they could use your cell phone or use, you know, anything, a search history or anything like that to find out what you look for, a camera or something. Like, no. Like, you've some of these people you've probably never seen before but you give them a bounty anyway so that is kind of mysterious as to how the marines can somehow have a picture for almost every criminal with a bounty it's kind of weird um but uh so how do you get a bounty right so normally a bounty is issued by the government official or by the marines the idea is to tempt others in aiding the capture of the criminals so that they can be brought to justice quickly. Bounty hunters make careers trying to find and capture these wanted individuals. Bounties are generally issued with a dead or alive disclaimer, meaning the reward will be paid out so long as the threat gets eliminated. But um, there are some people, there are some areas like the Brokes Works agents that state that bounties are usually only paid in full if the criminal is captured alive. Up to 30% of the bounty money may be lost by bringing in someone dead since no public execution can be held. So that's obviously the main part, right? They want you to be able to go out, find this person, bring this person to justice. We can publicly execute them to somehow mitigate or somehow scare the rest of pirates into not doing their thing and then we'll just you know we'll get pay you out for you know bringing them to their to their uh, to justice 
okay, sounds a little, you know, okay, like, uh, I guess, you know, you messed up over here, so we gave you a bounty, bring them to justice, and uh, we'll kill them, and uh, let them know, let everybody know, don't play with us, put his head on a pike. All right. But um, there are certain instances where criminals capture conditions are further restricted. So one of the main characters from uh, Luffy's crew um, is actually his name is Sanji. His second wanted poster stated that he was to be captured only alive due to his father's political influence and need of his third son back alive. So in certain instances, um, there are stipulations that can kind of be further placed on there where they say, like, you have to bring him alive or danger. Sometimes over wanted is like danger. You'll see like danger, which means like you probably shouldn't approach this person if you see them at all. There's just certain uh, stipulations that may change for here. Uh, but yeah, so there are that's the way that you can actually get a bounty um the amount of a bounty is determined in response to the perceived threat level of the criminal in question the greater the threat to the world the greater the bounty a bounty of um a hundred thousand berries or more indicates that the person to whom it was assigned has committed unlawful acts of catastrophe okay nope you know what i'm talking about Yep, catastrophic. Oh man, I just I pushed right through that. You see that? I'm sounding it out. Hooked on phonics. Um, but uh, <laughs> acts of catastrophic degrees. So when you're thinking about it, we're talking about like a little crime. Like maybe you went, maybe you were a pirate. You went and stole some stuff off of a ship. You robbed a ship or something. Cool. It's probably not going to be a hundred thousand. But you went to a world, you know, like a world government ship or a marine ship and like stuck up like a whole fleet or something like that. It took down a whole fleet of, of pirate ships or uh, marine ships. Yeah, man, that's probably going to get you get you some time in the clink. You know, I mean, that's a huge bounty. You know, that's something that you're kind of doing. So that's the way that they actually um, kind of um, kind of assign an amount to these bounties. Bounty increasing. So the threat now that we know kind of what a bounty is, how do you get a bounty? Bounties can increase, um, and the way that they increase is the threat of a person's observed combat abilities. Um, more experienced bounty hunters volunteering to capture the individuals or group. Um, usually when they do this, uh, they're like, so it may increase because the person after they saw you fight, like they're going to be like, okay, cool. Well, he was, you know, a hundred thousand. We didn't know he could really, or, you know, he was, yeah, a hundred million or something like that. And I actually meant a hundred million. Sorry. I mean, I said a hundred thousand earlier. I meant a hundred million. Um, when it indicates someone who is, uh, who is assigned after having committed an unlawful act of catastrophic degree. It was hundred million. Sorry about that. Got my numbers wrong. Um, so if you have that hundred million dollar bounty, right. And then we get to see you fight like, yeah, it's going to go up a little bit more if you're really strong, or if there's a specific bounty hunter that's volunteering um, to capture you or your group, then it may also, um, in, it may also increase from there. Um, further criminal acts beyond the initial one. So if you do anything else besides just doing your first crime, it can obviously increase um, inspiring criminal acts when provoked or inciting others to act criminally um so like if you decided let's say let's say that you decided to destroy the marine ships right and then you followed after them and then like handed them over to somebody else or um you attack someone and then another big big you know hitter like heavy hitter or something like that comes and tries to attack the same group they're going to say that you provoked or incited others to act criminally as well so that can also increase it um having knowledge deemed illegal by the by the world government which in this one in this show that's one of the big underlining plots is that the world government at this point has controlled and i'm not trying to get off into any kind of weird um any kind of weird like i don't know um weird conspiracy theories about our actual world even though i think that there are a lot of tie-ins in this show but the world government has certain knowledge that they deem to be illegal um, because essentially there were old school tablets think about them kind of like as a 10 commandment type thing there were original rules and original history that the world was built on and then as things kind of went on we kind of forgot that history and now people who go back in and try to find that history um that's illegal they are then you know marked as someone who has knowledge um, of an illegal 
you know, nature. And so that may increase your bounty as well. Like Nico Robin, who is on Luffy's ship as well. Uh, the main character, Monkey D. Luffy. Um, so those are just some of the ways that your bounty can increase. So, um, moving on from there, right? So now we know what a bounty is. We know how you get a bounty. We know how it can increase, right? So retracting a bounty. Bounties once issued are usually only retracted when the criminal is captured, killed, or is known to have, have died otherwise, um, or died or have, or is known to have, otherwise died wow i don't know why that was so difficult um a change in lifestyle would not affect the bounty so even if you did all of this stuff like see let's say that you went out and like you sank a whole fleet or a whole like island right you blew up a whole island just because you turn around and you say hey you know what that was an accident i apologize about that um so yeah just go ahead and forgive me i'm going to turn over a new leaf and i'm going to be a good guy that doesn't necessarily affect it at all wanted posters are usually marked with a large red x to indicate that the criminal was taken care of whether that mean again that they were captured killed or is known to have otherwise died so if you've died or anything like that they're going to mark it out with a big red x if they know anything about it and there you go that's how you can so there's no retraction it's more like they just kind of get rid of it if they know that you were captured killed or died so that's what it is so that's the history essentially of a bounty so that was the the big thing like i said i wanted to make sure that i set the stage before we kind of got into these five characters that i wanted to address so now that we understand um all of this so again how do you get a bounty? We know what well, we know what is a bounty. How do you get a bounty? How does it increase? How can they retract it? Let's go ahead and actually get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, which is the characters, right, that I decided to choose. Um, like I said, I went through and I kind of did a lot of searching through the different bounties and just kind of getting some different um opinions on some of the characters. I went to C B or C R E or yeah, CRE and some game rant and different places, um, even on the actual One Piece fandom, and just kind of looked at different uh, numbers and how they kind of had some of these characters ranked. I really agree with a lot of these. So some of these I'm going to talk through. Some of them I kind of I kind of changed up at the very end because I know Shanks was included on here, Luffy was included on here, a couple of different um, lint like the. Uh, the big mom pirates were included on this list, but I decided to kind of keep a high level. That's why I'm just going to talk through five. So in no particular order, like the way that I'm saying them, this is going to be kind of confusing. Well, not really, but the way that I'm saying them is the way that they're ranked, right? One through five um, with, like I said, Shanks missing um, and a couple other characters missing. But the way that I'm saying them does not necessarily say how I would rank them because I like as much as I like ranking characters there's so many different variables when it comes to ranking I always struggle like I will sit here I'm an overthinker and an analytical person by nature so I will literally sit here and try to depict and try to like fit find fault or find love with certain characters just to put them in a certain number so I don't do that if you listen to any other episode unless it's specifically a ranking something that I sat down and thought through then you know that these are just just five they're just top five they're not one through five they're just top five so let's go ahead and get started okay so the first character on the list is gold d roger we we originally kind of alluded to him earlier when i was given a synopsis of the show um on the show he has a bounty of five point five or Five million five hundred. No, I'm sorry. Five billion five hundred sixty-four million eight hundred thousand berries. So again, if you convert that, I'm not about to convert it right now because I am lazy. I guess I should have done that beforehand. But um, if you want to convert that again, remembering that one berry equals one cent, or one hundred berries equals a dollar. So if you want to do the conversion there, I'll wait. Okay, cool. Hopefully you're able to figure it out. Um, but uh, why is his bounty so high? So his bounty was the highest because he was the captain of the Roger Pirates, which was his crew. Um, he was the first pirate in hunt in like hundreds of years to pull off the feats that he did. Um, he was at one point. He got some kind of like uncurable disease. Nobody really said what it was. I mean, he was coughing up blood. I'm going to assume like just putting like 
medical logic that I've kind of seen and kind of the symptoms. I'm not a doctor by any means necessary, so don't get it twisted. Me, pers- like, personally, I think that it was more like a consumption type thing, like, back in the day, you know, like, where they used to have consumption. I don't know, because, I mean, he was coughing up blood. They said it was uncurable. I don't really know. I just, it just seemed like it was kind of something like that. And this show was kind of set in older times. Again, it's not very modern, so maybe that's what it was. I'm not sure. But he ended up contracting um, some kind of uncurable disease. Um, but while he, even even after this happened, he still performed a lot of feats um, that no one had done before him, including finding the One Piece treasure. He also, uh, he also set all of the pirates out at once in the world on the track to get find the greatest treasure with his death. So he was. Uh, he also knew the real history of the world from behind the scenes after following the pony griffs, which the pony griffs in this sh- in this uh, show were kind of what I alluded to earlier about the Ten Commandments, kind of like the unwritten written history of the actual show or of the actual world in this uh, show. So he was able to discover this. So remember, his bounty is going to be a little bit higher because he knows illegal knowledge. Um, and also, like I said, he found the One Piece treasure, which was something that was fabled at first, but he was actually able to find it after setting sail um and he was very strong like we don't have any ties because i mean at this point we know that he died and that's not really a spoiler they kind of explain that in the opening um the opening sequence of the actual show like when they're going into the opening it's explained there that he died so it's not a spoiler there but we just know that because of the strength that he had like we never really saw an ability so much. Like he had the regular hockey and, you know, all these, he was an advanced swordsman and all this stuff. But in this show, a lot of characters have devil fruits, which I've alluded to before on previous shows where these devil fruits kind of add and kind of like give you additional strength on top of what you already have. Sometimes we, there's no, there's no real record to say that he had a devil fruit. So he was just strong in his own right. Like dude was just, you know, strong in his own right. So with all the things that he did able to being able to find the one piece, being able to understand and, and kind of decipher and get a, a, a really good understanding of illegal knowledge that from the world government, like those things kind of set him up as well with his strength as well with the, uh, and, and the overall strength of his whole crew, like super strong. They had Riley Silvers, which was like, they called him the King of Darkness. They had like so many OP characters. Buggy was on this ship. Shanks was on this ship. Um, it was just, he had so many, so many strong char- uh, characters on his ship. And he was also rivaled at that point, at that time with Whitebeard, which um, is another amazing character in this one. If Goldie Roger was supposed to be like the strongest character, then uh, Whitebeard was definitely right there, you know, neck and neck with him. Maybe just a little bit set back. He was probably like 1.5. So this show, um, so specifically when it comes to Goldie Roger, gives him a lot of shout out of being kind of like the f- I wouldn't say the father of pirates, but he's the one that kind of set off that wave for everybody to go find the one piece. So that's why he has such a high bounty because he also, again, remember he's inciting and kind of like causing chaos. And, um, at this point, you know what I'm saying? He's provoking or inciting others to act criminally. So the Marines are like, okay, well you're literally setting out families, among families and generations among generations to go out in the world to go find the one piece treasure so that's why his bounty is so high um so yeah so that's the first character that i wanted to kind of address again on most lists he's number one so i mean i'm okay with him being number one here i'm just saying i'm just going through five characters that have really big bounties so um but yeah he's definitely the first one on this list so um let's go ahead we'll take a quick commercial break i'll be back talk through the other four we'll wrap it up guys um and like i said i can't wait to uh to kind of continue on with this list be right back all right guys thanks so much for sticking around so prior to the break you know we talked through what bounties were and everything like that and we started talking about gold d roger which is the first one on this list um so the next character is actually edward newgate aka whitebeard so i kind of alluded to him when we were talking about gold d roger as being his um his rival so his bounty was actually five billion um 46 million berries 
um, why the bounty was so high. He was the captain of the Whitebeard Pirates and widely known as the strongest man in the world and the man closest to One Piece after Goldie Rogers' death. So because he was so strong and because he was the next one to potentially find the One Piece, which is what Goldie Roger found, that's why his bounty, that's one of the reasons why his bounty was so high. Um, in his prime, Whitebeard was the rival to Goldie Roger. I alluded to that. And following Roger's death was widely recognized as the strongest man in the world, a fact complemented by having the highest active bounty whilst alive and the second highest bounty of any pirate in history. He had the Tremor Tremor Fruit, um, which I'll kind of describe in a second um and he was sadly killed during luffy's assault on marinefold while he was trying to save ace he served on the same crew as big mom and the rock in the uh rocks pirate ship so or on the uh rocks pirate ship so the tremor tremor fruit and i know that i've talked about this before but devil fruits on this show are fruits that give different abilities um some of them are logia style which means that they can um you can kind of manifest your ability. So like if you have the flare flare fruit, which is what Ace had, rest in peace Ace. Um, but if you have that ability, then you can actually kind of turn your body and manipulate your body into flames to where people can't touch you. Um, whereas you have like Zoan, um, Zoan, uh, Zoan abilities, which allow you to maybe change your body or change uh, like basically change your body right so you can change your body style like some people that can transform they can morph into a different type of uh being or anything like that which uh which you know like there are some people who can do that too or right? they can turn their body into a dragon or turn their body into a dinosaur or a bird or something like that um so there are different abilities here so for his, the Tremor Tremor Fruit, it actually causes like shockwaves and earthquakes. So it's literally, he literally can cause tremors by just hitting um, the air. So, and it's actually a really cool ability. It looks like the, like, it looks like he's breaking reality every time he does it. He just hits, and as he hits, it creates a shockwave um, from where he hits in the air. So it's really, 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 uh, this is a really cool ability. Um, like I said, he had the uh, the second highest um, he had the second highest active bounty um, in history um, while he was alive. So, like I said before, this is kind of a spoiler if you haven't watched the show. Whitebeard ends up dying when he's trying to save Ace um, with Luffy when they go to Marine to the Marinefold um, arc, which was very sad. It was like. A very sad thing because Whitebeard was like Pops. Like he was the older man. He had like this big old beard. He was on the Moby Dick, which I thought was pretty cool because we've all heard that before. Um, he was just a really cool character. Like he was a he was like a father figure to everybody on his crew. Um, he was just a really cool dude. And it was just really sad to see him kind of have to fight and end up dying on the beach and then like he saw ace die which ace was like his favorite son he raised him from like a kid it was just all sad like just all sad so um at that time basically he was strong like whitebeard was the guy like i said he served on the rocks pirates which the rocks pirates actually when i was kind of looking through this list like pretty much the other two people that were on this list or two of the other people that are on this list served on the exact same crew. And so when you think about the strength of that actual crew and the captain who somehow was able to keep them all in, you know, all in check, like that was ridiculous how strong this pirate crew was. So, um, like I said, I mean, he Whitebeard was supposed to be he, the, the reason why his bounty was just so high was because he was rumored to be the next strong ca guy after, uh, go d roger that's more so what it was he was already strong in his own right he had a he had a huge fleet of other ships that fell under him he was kind of like a commander over all of them so he just had like that next level ability to take over so that's why he was very feared the next character on this list which is currently where we are right now at 975 we're kind of learning the backstory and understanding a little bit more about this specific character but this character is kaido so kaido's bounty is four billion six hundred and eleven million one hundred thousand berries um and his bounty is so high 
uh, because he is the leader of the Beast Pirates. So again, if you're thinking about it from like a commander standpoint, he'd be the commander and he has four generals kind of under him. Um, but he is the leader of the Beast Pirates, a crew solely composed of Zoan type Devil Fruit users. Now, again, Zoans are people who can actually, Zoan Devil Fruit users are people who can train transform their body so kaido can actually turn into a dragon he turns into like this i don't know it's like a full serpentine serpentine like azura dragon so he's like a big blue dragon um and he has a human a human dragon hybrid that he can kind of turn into where his body is like really like scaly and it looks like he has kind of scales on it so He's really, really strong. Like, this dude, like, don't get it twisted. And the reason why I say that right now is because where we are in this arc right now, like I said, we're learning so much about him. And the dude damn near, like, can't die. Like, the first time I feel like we really saw him, he jumped off of a cloud. Well, it wasn't the first time, but one of the times that we saw him, he jumped off of a cloud on a sky island fell all the way down to the ground, hit the ground, went through the ground. Everybody was like, oh, like, this dude is dead. Like, what's going on? Why'd he kill himself? And he gets up and he's like, well, still alive. I guess I got to keep on fighting. And I'm like, dude, like, oh, my goodness. Like, what in the world is wrong with you? So, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's just ridiculous how strong and damn near invincible he is. Um, So... As a pirate, Kaido has tasted defeat seven times, likely at the hands of other, um, of the other, like, they call them the four emperors, the Yonko, um, but of, at the hands of the other four emperors and the marines, he's also been captured and total, and tortured a total of 18 times, yet he's never died. Again, damn near invincible. Um, he pretty much is invincible, again, and served on the same crew as Big Mom, which was the Rocks Pirate ship again. He is one of the four emperors. It's uh, Teach, Big Mom, Shanks, and Kaido. And he has the highest known bounty of any pirate currently alive and the third highest in history, surpassed only by the bounties of the late Whitebeard and Goldie Roger. So, yeah. That's why his bounty is so high. Dude is super duper strong, damn near invincible. Um, he is quick to backstab you, which, again, if you're current on the show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you're not current on the show, not going to spoil it, but you can't trust him at all. Um, he's just, he, but he's super strong, just super strong, has that zone ability, which is a rare kind of fruit in the world right now. So that's why he definitely has a high bounty and why people are, you know, out to kind of get him. Um, but yeah, you don't mess with Kaido. Not many people can. <laughs> so the next character is Charlotte Linlin, aka Big Mom. So she has a four billion three hundred eighty-eight million dollar bounty or million dollar million million berry bounty. Um, why her bounty is so high? She is renowned by the name of Big Mom. Charlotte Linlin leads the Big Mom pirates who rule over a country comprising of thirty-five islands known as Totland. So. She is another one kind of like Kaido and kind of like how Whitebeard were, was where they were, um, where they are slash were like a commander. And then they have many generals that kind of fall under her. The thing about her pirates, though, is they are all like whereas Kaido's are all like Zoan type devil fruit users like King and Queen and um, Jack, like where all of his are more. And I just thought about that. They're all suits. Club. Where's Club? Is there a club? Well, he has a club. I wonder if that's the play. Anyway, I'm, I'm I'm going down the rabbit hole. Whereas Kaido's are all Zoan type where they can transform their body. Her her generals and all of her people are her children. So all of her generals and her pirates, are they're pretty much all her kids. Um, at a very young age, Lin Lin gained a bounty of 500 million berries, which goes to show how big a threat she posed to the world government right from the beginning. She is one of the four emperors. Again, Teach, Big Mom, Shanks, and Kaido, starting at 18. Now, here's an interesting fact that I found out about it, because I always wondered how many kids did Big Mom have. I knew she had a lot of kids. I knew that, but I didn't know how many kids she really had. Now, this number is obviously, remember, take it with a grain of salt. This is a show. This is an anime. This is just, you got to take it with a grain of salt, okay? When I tell you this next feat or this next uh, amount of numbers and things like that, when it start adding up. So starting at 18, Big Mom gave birth every single year for 42 years. Okay, cool. 
single kid every 42 years is what it is the family um the family consists of charlotte linland and her 85 children 39 daughters 46 sons okay I'll come back to that. Big Mom has taken 43 husbands, and some of her children have children of their own. So, yeah. 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 Let me run through those numbers again. Starting at 18, she got married 43 times, had a single had a, had at least a kid every 42 years, and now she has 85 children, 39 daughters, 46 sons. Like, and if you saw her... Like, you would be like, what? But, I mean, she's like 60 now. Like, she's pretty, she's getting on up there. But it's just crazy, though, the amount of children that they gave her. And the fact that all her children have, like, different abilities. Like, it's all very strange. Like, it's so cool. I mean, it's cool, but it's it's so crazy and just far-fetched and just out there. Like, she literally gets upset because she has tastes, like these hunger pains, where if she if she's craving something, like say that she wants like a blueberry smoothie, if you don't give her that blueberry smoothie, like she will literally kill you, like kill everybody until she finds that blueberry smoothie. So you have to be very careful um, when she gets a taste for something, as evident of uh, one a wedding cake. Yeah. Again, not going to spoil that, but yeah, just look up, yeah, her and this wedding cake. Like, she went absolutely ballistic because she couldn't get this wedding cake. So, after the death of its previous owner, Carmel, uh, Lin Lin acquired the powers of the Sori Sori no Mai Fruit, which is a paramedic, uh, or para, paramedic, paramec, yep. I'm going to push right through that type of uh, devil fruit that allows her to manifest people's souls as as ethereal uh, substance that she can grab hold of so long as the intended victim feels fear. So when you get scared, she can literally give I think the command is like life or death. And if you if you are scared, it's death. Right. Um, so, yeah. So that's how strong she is. She can literally just grab your soul out physically grab it and completely devour your soul she can steal your soul because you're scared of her um she can then steal your soul from the victim or steal the soul from the victim taking away their lifespan by any amount of her choosing so she can literally leave you within like a, a year of your life or a day of your life if she wants to if you're fearful of her she can take a person's entire remaining lifespan thus killing them instantly or she can just take part of that person's remaining lifespan leaving their lifespan that much shorter her special homies, which in this show, like, don't think about, like, homies in that sense. Um, these are kind of, I guess, yeah, I guess you can kind of think about it. Like, they're, they're like her friends or, or items that she's kind of endowed with uh, abilities or with power. Um, they consist of Zeus, which is a thundercloud summoned with her left hand, and Prometheus, which is a sun summoned with her right hand. She also has Napoleon, which is a sword that she wears on her head. Uh, so it's kind of like a hat. Um I think it's called a bicorn, um, but it's like her hat that also has a sword in it um, that she wears on her head. These three special homies are Big Mom's most powerful weapons because she can use them essentially like at will. She can literally have uh, she can literally have Prometheus and she can have uh, Zeus and Napoleon all out at the same time and still fight and still use her ability. So she's super duper strong. Um, so again, and if you think about it, like she's 300 million, roughly about 200 million, um, very short of Kaido. So that tells you how strong she is. She's on, she's one of the only, well, she is the only female that's in the, the, uh, the forge emperors. And not only that, she's the strongest female pirate, like on the sea right now. Like, people will say, oh, well, Boa's pretty strong. Boa Hancock is pretty strong. Uh, Bunny is pretty strong. A lot of these characters, like Greed, Greedy, I think her name is Greed, Bunny Greed or whatever. Like, she's pretty strong, but nobody is touching Lin Lin on the high seas right now. Charlotte Lin Lin, a.k.a. Big Mom. Nobody's touching her at all. Plus, with all these kids, like, and they, they, they come to her like beck and call. If she needs anything, they are right there. Like, good children, I guess, should be. Except for your mom's kind of evil, so take that with a grain of salt but anyway yeah so that's uh so lin lin is the next one so 
after that, the last character, or Charlotte Lindland, aka Big Mom, so she'd be the la- uh, she'd be the next to last one. The last one actually on this list. Again, I skipped over Shanks, and it's not so much that I didn't want to give Shanks his shout out. I like Shanks' character, but I really we've seen so little of him. Like you can find and you can kind of look into it and kind of talk about it, but we've seen so little of him. We know that obviously, you know, he kind of was one of the motivations and the kind of driving piece behind Luffy actually getting out of sea and the way that he actually got the gum gum fruit. But I just didn't really want to talk about him here because I mean, again, those are four of those are the four, um, emperors like if i talk about them so eh, i wouldn't change it up so i'm going to talk about the next character which i i definitely have talked about before on this show and that's marshall d teach aka blackbeard so if you listen to the episode where i talked about teach before i absolutely cannot stand teach he gets on my nerves because dude is like he's he's the bad guy that you hate you not hate to love you just hate but he's just so strong, you can't ignore him. Like, that's what Teach is to me, a- a- a.k.a. Blackbeard. So, his bounty is 2,247,600,000 berries. Um, why is his bounty so high? His bounty is actually this high because he was the first and so far only known person to wield the powers of two devil fruits at the same time. So, um oh my goodness yeah don't even give me don't even get me started on this so though currently unknown through currently unknown means he acquired the extremely devastative or destructive powers of the of the trimmer trimmer fruit and the black i think it's the black black or the dark dark fruit is what it's called um and now he can now he is able to create earthquakes like his old captain okay so let me go ahead and kind of preface this this is definitely going to be a spoiler so Blackbeard, Marshall D. Teach, actually served on Whitebeard's ship. Okay, cool. That's simple. What ended up happening was... Blackbeard ate the Yami Yami no Mai fruit, which is a Logia style. It's a very unique Logia type devil fruit, which allows him to create, control, and transform his body into darkness. Remember, Logia fruits, you can manipulate and change your actual body. The darkness appears reminiscent of a fiery black smoke. Unlike a normal Logia user, uh, Logia user, Blackbeard cannot turn intangible. So remember, like I said, with the flare flare fruit, you can actually turn your body and manipulate it into where you can become flames. So when somebody tries to slash you or punch you, they go right through you because it's fire. He can't do that. In fact, any damage that he takes will actually hurt worse than normal. So that's the difference here. He um he was on Whitebeard's crew and sailed with him before killing a fellow crewmate to get the dark, dark fruit or the black, black fruit and later took advantage of the dead Whitebeard to get the trimmer, trimmer fruit. Okay. Lots to unpack there. So the abilities aside, dude is super duper strong. I mean, literally has, he can control, he can create control and transform his body into darkness. This man is literally a walking black hole. He can manipulate that, that darkness into an animal, a weapon. He can manipulate it and do whatever he wants with it. Negate your abilities and things like that, which is the fight that he and uh, Ace had, which you should watch that fight if you haven't already. Super strong. Then, all of a sudden, again, we talked about this before. You see Whitebeard is on the beach or on at Marineford when he was fighting for Ace. He's already on his way out. Ends up dying. Somehow Teach pushes this blanket over his head or like this cover over his head. He goes up under this blanket with him. They're, they're just sitting there kind of like looking. Everybody's like, what is he doing up under there? And then all of a sudden he comes out and he's got the trimmer trimmer fruit in his other hand. So literally now he can not only control, manipulate, and, and just completely transform his body into darkness with one hand. He can also control the tremors and create shock waves and create that earthquake uh, like sensation out of the other hand so dude is just walking around just literally just punching in the air and catching people in darkness just everywhere and he ends up getting the dark dark fruit because he ends up finding one of his crewmates that was on his on his uh on his ship at the time on Whitebeard's ship and he kills the dude before he had a chance to eat the fruit and that's how he got kicked off on the ship in the first place. Because again, Whitebeard is a fair dude. He was like, hey, 
you're my son. Everybody on this crew is my son. Everyone, I love you guys. Everything is good. I have one rule. Don't hurt any of your brothers. Don't, you know, don't kill each other or anything like that. And what does Teach do? He kills them. Why did he kill them? All because he wanted the ability. He got the ability, got kicked off the ship, and now he's just out there. He has his own pirates now, the Blackbeard Pirates, which they are actually coming along very nicely. He's got some really good characters. He was even strong enough now to where he converted over an old admiral from the Marines, um, which I didn't think that he would ever come over there in his sense of justice, uh, with his sense of justice. But he came over and actually his own teaches crew now. Um so and he's got some characters on his crew that have huge bounties not like him but they have some pretty good bounties so he's putting together a nice little formidable foe or to be a nice crew and he's going to be a formidable foe I, I know that we'll run into him at some point whenever the show uh gets to he and luffy kind of run into each other if somebody else runs into um teach at the time i know that we're going to see him again and actually see him use the abilities that he has and i know they'll kind of explain how he got the ability i'm sure but as of right now we don't know how he got it we just know that he has two um abilities two devil fruits that no one has ever you know, it's unheard of no one has ever had that before so that's the reason why he kind of gets a uh a nice little you know a, a, a nice little bounty and why he's so loved yet so hated at the exact same time so that is the um that is kind of the that's kind of the list here like at this point I don't know. I think I man, hopefully I did you guys I did this show some justice. I did you guys some justice by explaining and kind of giving you a breakdown on what's going on on this show. Um the synopsis, what a bounty is, how do you get a bounty, bounties increasing, uh, retracting bounties, the characters as far as Goldie Roger, Edward Newgate aka Whitebeard, Kaido, Charlotte Linlin aka Big Mom and then Marshall D Teach aka Blackbeard. Hopefully that you guys uh you guys enjoyed it, stuck around and supported the show. Uh, make sure that you guys share this episode um as always and like I said, man, let me know what you guys think. You know, hit me up. Let me know in some comments under any of my posts, or if you want to just DM me, let me know. Reach out to me again on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Anime Talk Twelve. That's Twitter and Instagram at Anime Talk One Two, the number twelve. Um, and yeah, just let me know what you guys kind of think. I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. And again, if you haven't watched this show, then I suggest that you watch One Piece. Like, it's, there's a lot of sh- episodes, 975. I understand it's a daunting task. I know that a lot of people have more things to do with their life than to sit around and watch One Piece all day. But it's a really good show. Like, it, it's one of those shows you don't really guess. Like, everything is very drawn out and or very, like, well detailed and very explained. Uh, explained very well. And then even with the time skips, like when they do the time skip, you they explain what happened during a time skip. So you're not really in the dark about anything. And I absolutely love that about this show. So anyway, like I said, watch One Piece. Let me know what you guys think about it. If you like it, if you don't like it, let me know. Like I'm curious. It's not my show, but I enjoy it. And I think that you guys would too. Um, but as always... Guys, thank you so much for, again, listening to the show, uh, supporting the show. Make sure that you share the episodes. Know that, again, episode, the next week's episode is going to be the season finale. So, again, if you don't hear from me for like a week, two weeks after next episode, don't panic. I will be back. I assure you that. So, um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for sticking around. This has been Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk. I hope you guys have a great one. Till next time. Peace. <laughs> Thank you.